Welcome back to the Health Investment Podcast. Let me tell you, today you are in for a real treat. I had the most fascinating chat with Andy Schreiber, one of the co-founders of Pure Vitamin Club. In fact, we talked about so much that I'm going to split this episode into two parts. So technically, you're in for a real treat today and next week. Andy's company, Pure Vitamin Club, makes vitamins that are free from fillers, artificial colors, artificial sweeteners, and any other ingredients above and beyond the actual nutritional supplements in their formulas. As you'll see, most supplement companies use a bunch of crappy additives in their formulations because one, it's often easier to make vitamins when you use cheap binders, fillers, and more, and two, it's often cheaper to make vitamins that way. I've been taking every one of Pure Vitamin Club's formulations, well, except for the children's multi-cap, for a few years now, and I can honestly say that taking their amazing supplements alongside my healthy diet has been game-changing for my health. Whenever I run out and forget to order more, I notice a difference in the way I feel. These vitamins are that good. Real quick, I want to share a five-star Apple podcast review with you. Murplay wrote, Great podcast. Very informative and engaging. I especially enjoyed the episode on integrative dentistry, a very neglected area of wellness. Keep the interviews coming. Thanks for taking the time to leave a review, Murplay. Since you liked that interview, I know you're going to love this one. All right, let's hear what Andy has to say. Hi, I'm Brooke Simonson, certified nutrition coach and host of the Health Investment Podcast. Here's the thing, you deserve to feel amazing. But here's the other thing, there are so many confusing messages out there. Week after week, I'm gonna share tips and practices that actually work for simple weight loss and sustainable wellness, because I wanna help you get healthy for good without any BS. When I'm not podcasting, I work with clients one-on-one. So visit the show notes to book your free consultation. And don't forget to leave a review so that others can become trim, energized, confident, BS-busting rock stars like you. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoy the episode. Hi, Andy. Thank you so much for being here with me today on the Health Investment Podcast. I've been following you and your work for a long time, so this is really a treat for me. Well, thank you very much. I'm happy to be here. Great. So I'm interested. I know you know a little bit about your story, and I talk, talked about you in the intro, but if you could just tell us in your own words why you started Pure Vitamin Club. Well, it was actually the idea came from my business partner, Vinnie Tortorich. Uh, he and I have been friends for getting close to 30 years, believe it or not. It's just, oh, wow. Yeah, I know. It's kind of shocking. Makes me uh, just realize how old I'm getting. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, we had, we had been friends for a long time and we had started a few other businesses over the years. And, you know, to be honest, nothing that ever really took off. Um, but, um, Vinny, as you know, is a bit of a fitness guru. He's very well known in the, uh, uh, fitness and diet community. And he wrote a book. I'm going to say it's about seven or eight years ago now called Fitness Confidential. That was very, very successful. He and his writing partner, uh, Dean Laurie, um, couldn't get publishers to, 
release it as is. Everybody wanted to pigeonhole it into one thing or another and, uh, and edit it and change it, and they didn't want to. So they self-published on Amazon and wound up with just a breakout hit. It just became a bestseller and did really well. Um, around the same time, Vinny started uh, a podcast. He originally called it uh, um, America's Angriest Trainer. We switched that name to Fitness Confidential to go along with the book. And that, over the first couple of years, became really successful, too. And he developed you know, a very substantial audience online following him. So with all that, with a bit of a following and uh, some financial resources behind it all, he decided to get into the vitamin business because it was something he had wanted to do for a long time. Vinny, I'm trying to think exactly when this is now about... 13 or 14 years ago, uh, was diagnosed with leukemia. And, uh, you know, fortunately, it, it was a kind of leukemia that uh, he was able to, to beat. He's been completely cancer-free now for, what, going on 14 years. Um, but that really made him, you know, even more uh, sensitive to uh, the need to be able to put things in your body that do not contain... Um, unnecessary and potentially damaging ingredients. And he had been aware of that problem with the supplement business for years that all of them out on the market had all kinds of junk in them and were just uh, really pretty terrible products for the most part. So he'd wanted to do this and I decided now's the time. He called me up one day and uh, said, uh, we're going into the vitamin business. I said, okay, <laughs> talk to me. And uh, within the next uh, few weeks, we put together the plans. We literally met over lunch with, uh, with Dean, his writing partner, who became our partner in the company as well. He's sort of a, uh, I'd say basically a silent partner. Um, we met uh, over lunch and we sat down and said, okay, what is it we're trying to do? It's we're selling vitamins. We're kind of selling them online as a club uh, with a kind of a subscription model. What makes it different? Well, they're pure. They don't have any additives. So why don't we call it Pure Vitamin Club? And we said, oh, you know, that, that name sounds so simple. It'll be gone. Uh, the, the trademark will be gone. The URL will be gone. And literally sitting at lunch, we looked it up on somebody's iPhone and it was all available. So we immediately called the attorney and said, start working on, you know, filing for a trademark. And we bought the URL from, you know, one of the services, I think it was GoDaddy, uh, right there on the spot. And, you know, we were off to the races. Wow, that's amazing. That's also extremely lucky that that was available. Yeah, we couldn't believe it. Yeah, that's it exactly It exactly described what we wanted to do. That's you know, and amazing. The, yeah, the, the the attorney was very clear about it. He said, you know, if you just called it pure vitamin, that might be difficult. There are all these kind of uh, rules about what can be, what is trademarkable. Mm. So it's, uh, you know, just the word pure is not trademarkable. Uh, it's the combination. So pure vitamin club was trademarkable. Wow, that's fascinating. Um, I don't think that's a word necessarily, but. <laughs> yeah, but still good for you guys. Um, I don't think you know this about me because I know a lot about you and about Vinny from listening to you guys for years, but I actually started my own deep dive into my health journey after reading Fitness Confidential and starting to listen to Vinny's podcast. Yeah. Um, my husband had originally heard him on Adam Carolla's show, so 
when I was going through a bunch of health stuff, he said, you know, maybe check this guy out. He may be somebody you're interested in. And so now I talk about Vinny all the time in our own household and with my mom knows who Vinny is. It's just, oh, well, great. he's just a family name now. So <laughs> when you're talking yeah. about him, I'm like, oh yeah, my friend Vinny. Yeah. <laughs> so I love that on your website, you say that you wanted to create a vitamin that's synergistic with a healthy diet. And yes. I think that's kind of contrary to some supplement companies who act as if their products are the solution in and of themselves. So I was wondering if right. you could kind of elaborate on that belief of your company. Yeah, well, to, to us, that just doesn't make sense. Uh, you know, you're, you're being healthy and, and maintaining a healthy body is not going to be done just with supplements. I don't care how good the supplements are. The bottom line for anybody's health is what you put in your, what, you know, what you eat, your diet has to be healthy. It doesn't mean that it has to be perfect, but you have to maintain a, a an overall healthy diet and do the best that you can. Uh, on the other side, cause there'll, there'll be those people who will say, well, if you're eating healthy, you're eating a good diet, uh, then you don't need supplements at all. And the real, the real truth is, um, most people need both no matter how well you eat. Uh, how much you watch your caloric intake and your uh, carb intake and your fat intake and uh, avoiding processed foods and uh, avoiding chemicals, all of that, you are still, nobody is, is going to get 100% of all of the nutrients that their bodies need on a daily basis. And then if anybody, if you have any other specific medical uh, issues or specific uh, unique needs to you where your body doesn't process one uh, nutrient or another or multiple as well as other people because all of our body chemistries are different. Right. Then you might need more of a, of a certain thing. And uh, there are ways to determine that. There are, um, you know, really more scientific ways. If your doctor does blood tests and say you are deficient in vitamin D, you are deficient in vitamin B12, whatever it is, then you really know. But Certain symptoms can also um, lead you to believe uh, or be indicative of um, a deficiency or, or not even a technical deficiency because there are, are you know, specific numbers that define uh, clinical deficiency. Uh, it could be that your, your, your levels of a nutrient don't necessarily meet that definition, but they're on the low end of the spectrum and you'll feel some of the effects anyway. Right. That's really interesting. So that, that's where we come in um, and why we say it's synergistic with a healthy diet. Uh, we're saying, you know, by all means, eat a healthy diet. Uh, as I said, you don't, it doesn't have to be perfect, but do your best and then supplement with those things that round that out. Yeah. I know that for myself, I used to kind of be of the belief that maybe some people still are that oh, I could just heavily supplement and kind of get all of the benefits that way. But I really only noticed a difference when I started eating healthier and then taking vitamins alongside my healthy diet, that that really leveled up my health, um, especially yeah. your vitamins. I never noticed a difference really with any others, but I can truly tell if I miss, you know, I've forgotten to order them or something and I'm a few days without vitamin D. Like I can really, really tell a difference with your vitamins. Yeah. And I, you know what? I, I hear that a lot from customers and that is the most gratifying thing for us is how many people call us, write us, tell us uh, one way or another that 
Uh, they've been taking supplements for years and never had any results. And uh, almost immediately with ours, they, they, they do experience that. Yeah. And I mean, just to mention right now, I think that your company also has some of the best customer service I've ever encountered. Um, Yeah. I can't remember. I had one tiny little issue at one point, but I emailed and I think you were actually the one to email me back. And then I of course got excited because I knew who you were, but I mean, it was within, you know, maybe five hours or something. So that's another really cool piece I think is it feels like you really care about your customer. Like the customer can really sense that. You know, well, we do. Uh, Look, we've been around now for five years and we've grown tremendously, but we're still a fairly small company. We have, you know, we have a full time staff, but it's a small staff and everybody pitches in. uh, And when it comes to customer service, uh, there are three of us who handle it, myself included. And uh, we just make sure that uh, nobody goes more than a business day without having their issue responded to. Yeah, that's amazing. So what are the cheap binders and fillers that most supplement companies are using? Well, there are a few, um, and they fall into the categories of, uh, of as you said, uh, binders, um, flow agents, fillers, and then other things that are used to affect uh, color and and in some cases taste, depending on what, what sort of a delivery system the it is whether it's a capsule or a tablet or a chewy you know chewable or 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 something um something that is in almost everything is something called uh either magnesium stearate or stearic acid um and you'll see different definitions of it you'll see vegetable magnesium stearate as if that's making it better and what these things are there is no nutritional value to them at all uh don't be confused by the fact that it says magnesium in it uh, there are many, many forms of magnesium, some of which are actual nutrients. And this one is just a, a chemical compound that is used as a, it's like a dry lubricant, basically. If you look, if you imagine the machinery that manufactures um, vitamins, whether it's a, a capsule or a tablet, they all have to go through machinery that mixes the ingredients together portions it out, then fills it, you know, either fills the capsule or fills the tablet mold, whatever it is. Um, And the magnesium stearate or stearic acid uh, lubricates the the product itself uh, as well as the machinery so that the uh, stuff doesn't get stuck. It makes uh, manufacturing quicker and it makes it uh, less expensive because you don't, the, the, the people minding the uh, the process, the machinery, don't have to pay as close attention because it's just going to run smoothly. The problem is that it is bad for you. It uh, You'll read all things. You'll, you'll read uh, uh, people talking about both sides of the saying, oh, there's nothing wrong with it. But A, it's completely unnecessary. And B, there are indications that it does have some negative uh, health effects, including suppressing your immune system and possible contribution to long-term uh, disease. Hmm. So that's one of the most common is the, uh, the, the uh, flow agents or uh, the technical word is an excipient. Hmm. Um, and that's in almost everything. Huh. That's really interesting. It just makes me think of processed food, you know, how a lot of companies will have health halos and they'll say natural flavors instead of artificial flavors, but really they're right. kind of the same thing. It's like, they're kind of the same Right. Thing. Or vegetable oils, which aren't really made from vegetables. They're highly refined right. seeds. So it's kind of the same thing, it seems. If, right. if somebody's right. 
cleaning up their diet in terms of eating healthier versions of processed foods and maybe cleaning up their cosmetics. Vitamins may be something they haven't thought about yet that all of right. those kind of crappy additives are in those as well. Right. And the, the key to, to seeing what's in your uh, supplements is on the, on the ingredients panel of any supplement. The, the, and these are regulations from the FDA. The FDA is, doesn't regulate greatly what goes in it, but they do regulate very strictly how you um, uh, advertise it and promote it and, and, and list it. You have to be accurate. Uh, so on the, uh, ingredients panel, you'll, uh, on any supplement, you'll see, you know, your supplement facts and they'll say they're, you know, this many milligrams or micrograms or international units or whatever the measurement is of this ingredient, that ingredient, the other, but it's below that. There's always something that says other ingredients. And those are the things that are not, uh, you know, the main ingredients that, that, that are being promoted by that product. So if it's a magnesium, so it's not the magnesium, that's the other stuff. And that's where all the fillers and colorants and flow agents, whatever. And that's where you have to look because that's where all the junk gets, gets listed. So did you just say the FDA doesn't regulate what goes in a lot of what goes into vitamins? Uh, to a certain, I mean, there there are some regulations, uh-huh. uh, uh, but but uh, there's very it's very lax uh, how things are regulated in the supplement business. So that's why uh, consumers have to be you know particularly careful. Uh, again, what the what the FDA does regulate very closely, and we all have to anybody who is in the business has to uh, adhere to this is label accuracy. So if you are saying that you have 100 milligrams of ingredient X, there'd better be 100 milligrams in there. And they get uh, tested by, by independent third parties uh, for, uh, again, the label accuracy and then also for contamination. Mm. So before every time we do a manufacturing run of anything, before we can uh, put it on the shelves to start selling it, it has to pass those. Uh, independent tests where uh, the the label accuracy is, is right on and the purity. There cannot be any contaminants. Real quick, I want to take a break from the episode to share one of my favorite resources with you. One of the BS messages floating around out there is that eating healthy costs too much. Honestly, I used to believe this myself. That is, until I discovered thrivemarket.com. Thrive Market is an online grocery platform that's essentially Costco meets Trader Joe's meets Whole Foods. I love that I can shop on their mobile app and have all of my favorite groceries, everything from natural wine to 100% grass-fed beef to nutritious crackers, everything delivered right to my door. Last year, I saved over $1,000 shopping on Thrive. I honestly can't think of one reason not to love it. To save a percentage off your first order and see my full shopping list, click through the links in the show notes. Now, back to the episode. Interesting. So yeah, I mean, so the FDA seems to regulate some of it, but then it's really up to the company to make ethical choices, you know, which right. it sounds right. like look, I mean, there, you there, guys do. Yeah, there, look, there are certain ingredients that you, you know, that you, you cannot put in or that are more highly regulated if they are... Um, uh, you know, any kind of restricted substance, but, you know, the basic, basic vitamins and minerals and herbs, herbal extracts like that. The other thing that they do regulate very carefully is what kind of claims you make. So you cannot make 
unverifiable claims uh, on your label or in your marketing. You can't say this will cure this. This will correct that. You can you can uh, say this is helpful in addressing issues like, but you you know you have to be very very careful and not make any claims that you cannot substantiate. And that's what, where a lot of companies um, uh, wind up having to go by the wayside. And I've uh, uh, actually heard, uh, and this was at a at a, a, a seminar I was attending uh, in in uh, one of the the trade shows for the supplement industry. What some companies do, and this is particularly true of kind of sports medicine, uh, uh, sports nutrition. Uh, you know, the, the, the power boosters and the metabolism boosters and all this kind of stuff where they make these, you know, these, these claims like, you know, you will lose five pounds and, you know, all these kind of crazy claims. What they do is they will put out these products with untested ingredients and uh, unfounded claims. They will uh, market the, the hell out of them, uh, flood the market, make a ton of money then wind up getting shut down by the FDA for that and fined. But, you know, after they've made $10 million, their fine will be, you know, a couple hundred thousand. They close up shop, uh, take their giant profits, and then go and start a new company under a new name, do the same thing over again. Huh. That's really interesting. Yeah, because as you were talking about how you can't make claims, I was thinking, oh, I see companies making claims on these products all the time, you know, but who knows, maybe they go under shortly after, but wow. Yeah, they do. After they have made a, you know, a boatload of money, um, screwed their customers and um, gotten fined a fraction of what they made. So they're laughing. Yeah. I mean, that's why I personally just really appreciate your whole approach to having vitamins work with a healthy diet. You know, it's such a balanced logical approach that I think is really jarring when you look in the supplement industry because you're not used to seeing that. So it's like, oh, what's this company up to? You know? Yeah. Yeah. That seems a lot more ethical and well, you yeah. know, Benny and I have ha- have had enough experiences in our own lives of being uh, uh, you know lied to and swindled and treated badly by companies that you know when we went into business, our mandate right from the start was no, 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 that's not how we're going to operate. We want to be completely transparent, and we want to uh, just create great, great products at a great price and give great customer service and and feel good about what we're doing at the end of the day. Right. So I know you mentioned that it's more expensive the way you make vitamins. And I know I've heard you speak before about, didn't you even have to come up with new machinery or new processes? Uh, with one with one of our products, yes. Um, um, for most of our products, we, we haven't had to reinvent the wheel. We just had to do it a different way. And that meant finding uh, manufacturing partners who were willing to do it with us when we first set out to start the company, which was just with one product. It was our multivitamin called the Daily Multicap. Um, you know, we weren't going to go out and invest, you know, $10 million in a manufacturing plant. So uh, there are um, companies that do what's called contract manufacturing, where they've got the equipment and they've got the personnel and all of that. And you just make a contract with them to manufacture your formula. So um, it's different than what some people know as white labeling, where yeah. uh, a company manufactures uh, sort of an you know a, an an off brand 
uh, formulation. And then uh, another company comes in and says, we will buy this product from you that's already there that is being sold under 10 different names and we'll create our own label and our own name and put our label on the same product. That's not what we do. What we did is we created our own formulas and then found a manufacturing partner who would manufacture it on under contract to our specifications where we own the formulas. They cannot use the formulas for any other customers they might might have. And we monitor and uh, you know follow closely what they're doing. So we had to interview. Um, honestly, it was about forty companies. Oh my gosh! Uh, across the country uh, to find one. Well, we found actually two companies that were willing to do it our way, which was without the flow agents and without the fillers and, you know, we'll get to fillers in a minute, but uh, just the, you know, the really clean way that we wanted to do it, where there was nothing in the formula other than the vitamins and minerals that were part of the formula. Nobody was doing that, not a single company. And out of the 40, there were two willing to do it with us. One, which was back East uh, somewhere, said, oh, yeah, we can do that. And uh, the minimum order, uh, minimum manufacturing run on that would be uh, 10,000 units. And we were starting out on a shoestring and we just could not afford 10,000 units. Right. And the other company said, yeah, we can do that. And uh, minimum order is 1,000 units. And we said, ah, <laughs> that we can do. So we, we started working with them. Uh, we are still working with them for the bulk of our products. Um, our our one product that is a soft gel, which are the kind of squishy oil-filled ones, yeah, is made by another contract manufacturer because the other one doesn't have that equipment. It's entirely different equipment. Um, but when it came time to do a tablet, which is a very different process than... Um, making a capsule because you have to, with a capsule, you can just mix the ingredients and it goes inside the capsule and you're done with a tablet. Something has to hold that tablet together and then allow it. Then this is, this is a, our sublingual vitamin B12, which is meant to dissolve under the tongue. Mm-hmm. Um, it had to a hold the tablet together, B be able to dissolve because that's where the, the 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 best way to to get B12 is is um, sublingual because uh, our gut doesn't absorb B12 uh, well. The acids in the stomach uh, prevent it from being properly absorbed. Uh, so it has to uh, um, hold together, uh, not clog up the machinery, and be able to dissolve. And and uh, for for most people, they say, well, you know, what about the taste? So none of the formulations or the ways that um, sublingual tablets would meet our criteria. There were none available and no way of doing it that didn't use one or another uh, kind of binders, um, you know, bulking agents is another word. Because um, if, even if you've, I'm sure you and anybody else listening has seen a, uh, a sublingual vitamin B12 tablet, they're tiny. They're really, really small. Right. But even in that small size, the actual amount of B12 is a fraction, a small fraction of that. So the rest, it, 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 uh, a normal dose of B12, even a high dose, is going to be 
a smaller than you could even put in uh, a, a tablet and there would be nothing to hold it together. So we had to find a bulking agent that wasn't one of the two that every other company uses, which is either lactose, mm. which a lot of people cannot have mm-hmm. for various reasons, or something called microcrystalline cellulose, which is the most common. And that is one of the actually one of the worst ingredients used in manufacturing of supplements. Um, what it is, it's essentially highly refined uh, wood pulp, but oh. so highly refined that uh, they call the particles micro nanoparticles. And they are so small, the little particles, when it dissolves, that they literally can uh, penetrate cell walls. So what happens, they get into your system and these little micro nanoparticles from the microcrystalline cellulose go in and out of your cell walls and some of them get stuck inside cells and they stay there permanently. And it, uh, over, over time, it just it causes inflammation because wow. you've, you've got foreign bodies inside your cells. So we didn't want to use either of those. We didn't want to use the usual... Um, uh, a flow agent, magnesium stearate. And with this kind of a thing where you're using the tableting, where it presses it into a little mold, um, uh, it's, it's particularly difficult without something to lubricate it. Uh, so we had to do two things. We had to actually create a dye, uh, not a, D, a D-Y-E, a D-I-E, the little metal mold, right? Oh, right. Um, for the, the, the tablet to get it the size that we wanted. It didn't exist. So we created a, sep- a, a, new, a new dye, D-I-E, to go in the tableting machine. And we created a process that instead of using microcrystalline cellulo- cellulose or lactose as the bu- uh, bulking agent, we're using just plain calcium, calcium huh. citrate, which is something that you would take anyway because it is an actual nutrient. Now, it's not in there. We're not making the claim that, yes, if you take our B12, you're also getting a, you know, a good dose of calcium because it's very small amount. So it's not there to be a nutrient. It's there to be a benign and actually healthy alternative to the other bulking agents. So in our B12, you've got the good form of B12, which is important because a lot of companies use something called cyanocobalamin, which is a B12 that is bound to a cyanide molecule, which is not something you ever want to put in your body. Yeah, no. So we've got that, the methylcobalamin. We've got the calcium as the bulking agent. And then we tried to do it without any lubrication and it just didn't work. So there is a a formulation called um, calcium laurate. And what calcium laurate is, is calcium mixed with lauric acid, which is a fatty acid. It's actually it's the, the, the um, fat that is in uh, coconut oil. Oh. So it's a very uh, benign and, and healthy ingredient. It has zero uh, untoward kind of health effects. Uh, and it just allows us to manufacture it and have it hold together and do what it needs to do without being in any way toxic. So those are the only three ingredients in that tablet. So what what it means is there's no flavoring, there's no sweeteners, 
It's not going to taste like cherry or peppermint or orange, you know, when it dissolves in your mouth, it's going to leave virtually no taste and a little slightly gritty, uh, a feel to it as it dissolves, but you know, it, it dissolves very, very cleanly and you're not taking in any kind of garbage with it. And there's no other product on the market like that. It took us uh, over a year to work that out. Well, that's all for today. Before the next episode drops, I'd love to chat with you one-on-one about the BS messages and methods currently holding you back. You deserve simple weight loss and sustainable wellness. So let's figure out how to make both happen. To book your free consultation, click through the link in the show notes. Again, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Health Investment Podcast. See you next week. All content in this podcast was created for general informational purposes only by a non-physician. None of the content should serve as a substitute for professional medical advice, treatment, or diagnosis. Always consult a qualified health provider with any questions regarding a medical condition and before making changes to your diet, lifestyle, and or exercise programs. Do not disregard any professional medical advice you have received or postpone seeking such advice because of something you heard on this podcast.